from the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Ah, yes. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. If you are in the automotive industry, maybe you're a manager, sales manager, executive manager, owner, general manager, some kind of manager, salesperson, vendor, agency, partner, then hopefully this podcast will be informational, educational, and maybe even entertaining, but probably not entertaining, but hopefully the other things. It's a bi-weekly-ish podcast hosted by me, Matt Wilson. Thank you. It's available anywhere you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, Crackle. I don't know if that's a thing, but that's where you can find it, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is going to be about data. Data for dealers is what I'm titling the episode. Remember back in the day in baseball, a manager would go out like on a with a hunch and decide to change pitchers because ah, the next batter coming up is left-handed, and I don't think he hits well off left-handed pitchers. So let me bring in my southpaw to pitch to that guy here in the ninth inning, right? Well, they're not guessing anymore, right? Those decisions aren't made on a hunch. They're not made by gut feeling. They're not made by the manager being like, mm, I think this will work. They're being made by data. Baseball managers have binders full of data in the dugout. And they go, okay, well, this next guy, he is uh, one for 18 against left-handers left-handers in the ninth inning when his team is down by a run. So let me bring in the left-hander. It's all math and all data. And it doesn't mean that the feeling is out of it and you can't f- use your gut or uh, your hunch, but your decisions can be backed up by data. You don't have to guess anymore. And what I'm doing is making an analogy between that and automotive marketing. You don't have to guess anymore. You can use data to either make your decisions or help back up your decision or maybe help change your decision. You don't have to just kind of pray anymore that what you're spending in the tactics you're using are working. You have data to use somehow. So I thought for this episode, let's talk to some somebody who knows data at a group that knows data that can help you out. And those people are Experian. So joining me now on Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is Amy Hughes, Senior Director of Dealer Intelligence at Experian. Thanks for coming on, Amy. How you doing? I'm doing great, Matt. So good to be with you. How's quarantine treating you and uh, your and the team at Experian? You know, it has been um, obviously full of adjustments, <laughs> and um, but I, I have to give credit to our team. Um, the communication, uh, you know, flow has been so reassuring. Uh, the the transition to those who have um, not historically been working from home was uh, really smooth. And, uh, you know, we've been able to finish our fiscal very strong. And, and it's it's just been wonderful. Uh, it's a great organization. So we're very blessed. And certainly we understand everyone is, you know, taking this on with their own personal challenges. Yeah. We, we've had, we've had friends touched by 
by COVID-19 and neighbors. And so, um, but I, I feel, you know, we've settled in a bit into the understanding of taking things one day at a time. So Absolutely. I have nothing to complain about for sure. How about you? How's your, how's your world? Uh, it's been good. I mean, you know, I, I work my day job, I work for an agency, Silverback Advertising. And so there's a lot of us that work remotely uh, in the first place. So you know, the transition of having other family members at home has been a transition, but a lot of us work from home anyway. So, you know, our workflow hasn't changed. A lot of our account services team who support our clients with a lot of the day-to-day stuff um, are not work from homers. So it's been a Mm -hmm. uh, change for them, but kind of along the lines of Experian, I don't feel like we've missed a beat. We have all the typical tools that an agency has to allow us to communicate across, you know, all the time zones. Um, and I think everyone's been doing a great job and, um, you know, while there's been a decline in business at, you know, through March and April, uh, because dealers have stopped advertising or spending as much money, there's been an increase in tasks in production tasks because the, the, um, the message and the process for dealers has been changing so quickly that as business has gone down, actual like work has gone up. So our team has had to be, has had, had to get a lot done working remotely. And uh, I've been kind of impressed with the way they've handled it, uh, handled it so far. And I've talked to a lot of agencies and a lot of people in general who have been saying the same thing. We're actually being more productive uh, than we had in the past, Mm -hmm. which I think is an interesting, interesting to see how that may change things going forward. Mm -hmm. Like Twitter. Yeah. The focus on, yeah. The focus on, on the tasks at hand, you don't have quite as many distractions when you're working from home and there's a level of intensity, but I, I, I've worked from home on and off since 1998. And I have to say, you have to be careful to, you know, shut it down and recharge and, and really take some time. Otherwise you, you recognize that you can work anytime, anywhere. If you want to become a workaholic, it's pretty easy. Yeah. So, you know, making sure that balance is there, especially during heightened kind of, uh, you know, sensitivities on mm-hmm. urgency. Um, and so the urgency that dealers are feeling to make sure that the right message is out there and in the right place and that we're not losing any opportunity as we rebound, it's it's real pressure. So I, I my heart goes out to you and your team as you're trying to, serve their needs. They change frequently, I'm sure. Yeah. Especially in March and April, I think now with dealers, things are, I don't want to say leveling out, but I think um, a bulk of my dealers or dealers just in general that I talk to are starting to go back on the offensive, as we've been saying, starting to come Mm -hmm. back to the market a Mm -hmm. little bit. Um, Some are still on the fence, depending on where they are. They don't know what to do. They don't know when to jump back into advertising or marketing. They're not sure what they should do with their advertising dollars. Um, And some guys are just starting to kind of dip their toe in the water. And I think part of it, uh, whether it's should we go back, you know, dive back into advertising and or how much should we spend is that dealers don't know, you know, other metrics. What what can I do? What can help me make that decision? Um, You know, is there data that's available to dealers or data that Experian has that can help dealers know, Okay, now I need to be make sure I'm in front of people who are starting to shop. Yeah, and, and it's 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 such a very real challenge. That's that's one of the challenges we as as the dealer division of Experian Automotive sort of anticipated, and we began providing um, a couple of things for free to 
really any dealer, but certainly those that we, you know, have a great close relationship with through our auto check product or through our credit product or certainly through our, our dealer marketing products. And so the, the metrics that we've been encouraging dealers to watch um, are, are sort of what is the, on, on a national scale and then again on the, a local scale, is what is the decline in web traffic? And then what is the um, sort of online shopper metrics? And sort of what are we, what are we seeing in terms of a decline or a rebound there on a week to week basis? So there's a great dashboard that tracks that both nationally and locally. And then we're comparing that with the, the decline or the increase in sales on a week by week basis as well. So you can begin to see, you know, the, the, whether it's a U-shaped curve or a V-shaped curve for, for your local area. Um, the, the metrics sort of within that that we monitor and assess um, on a deeper level for dealers, specific to your question, Matt, of like, when do we begin to turn the marketing budget sort of faucet back on and in which channels? Um, we utilize a, a, an analysis with our Automotive Data Labs team that takes a deep look within their Google Analytics and tracks and monitors the proprietary metric that we have an experience called a high value user. And that high value user metric, which is a combination of behaviors that we um, sort of analyze and cross-reference that correlate at an almost one-to-one -to, -one to sales, right? So if you are watching your high value users through your website and the behaviors that they are exhibiting, then you can pretty much bank on the fact that your sales are gonna follow with the same lift or decline. And so by using the high value user metric, a dealership can really get not only that lift and decline confidence, like this is what we're seeing on the, on the week by week rebound, but they can also dig down into individual campaigns and see this is, uh, you know, on a curve. If we turn the marketing budget back on this week, we can see the delta between what our sales would be if we do and if we don't. And so that's a, it's an awesome um, analysis to take a look at, especially if you're a part of a group, you know, with a substantial budget and with multiple locations I mean, week by week, you could be talking about, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. So right. it's a great analysis. Um, and it, and it you know, is, is done by data scientists. So um, they speak automotive, they speak dealer, but they, they can really plot the curve of where were your, where will your sales be? And, and they'll also look at um, the local data as it relates to restrictions. Um, most all of the states are open back up now, of course, but Weeks ago, months ago, when dealers were like, how long is this going to go on? Uh, it was certainly really telling. Right. We did it for a group um, up in Buffalo, New York, and it was it was really interesting to see which particular sources of traffic through their website were uh, rebounding the fastest and bringing the most value. So. I think I think so much of I think so much of it is done on gut instinct. You know, coming from coming from a dealer group, uh, marketing director to dealer group as well. So much of it comes by you know feel or the at the whim of a decision. It doesn't have to be that dealers can use data to help them determine, like you said, when to kind of turn it back on and also what tactics to use. And I think that's important for dealers to know. 
Right. I mean, we, we certainly don't want to discount in any way, shape or form the experience that so many great operators have, right? right. And the years and years of putting, you know, their, their gut on the line and putting, you know, their instinct to work for their, for their people. And there's something to be said for that in, in a situation like this, where you need great leadership and you need steady, confident um, decision-making. But I, I think you'll find that those who exhibit the most confidence are actually looking at the data on a daily basis in the background too. And so gut instinct is really not necessary anymore. It's right. all of the confidence you need to weigh um, in an unbiased fashion what is best for your store is there now. And it's been a lot of fun to be a part of that for the past six or seven years to watch that change occur. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's something we continue to really sort of make our true north today at Experian Automotive. It's, let's look at the data and let's give confidence and empower new opportunities for both the consumers and the dealers um, mm -hmm. by using the data to inform what's really happening in the, in the hyper-local data, <clears throat> which is, is really important. Um, you can look at trends nationally. You can look at trends um, really even at the state level, but we encourage dealers to look at the data in the five zip codes around their store. And historically we couldn't cut the data that, that deeply, but it's, you know, it's one click away now, which is nice. So a dealer can, you know, can a dealer choose, okay, I want to, um, you know, I want to look at my PMA, uh, and you know, here's, you know, plus three conquesting zip codes that I, you know, that I try and market to, they can break it down that granul granularly. Yeah. That's a hard word to say now. Granularly. granularly. Uh, did I say that right? Did I even say that right? <laughs> you did. Right. You, did. You, got, you got really close. Uh, I'm going to count that as a yes. <laughs> That's a win. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's so important that, that you do that because, you know, you mentioned some of your dealer friends right now are really um, sort of going back on the offensive. I mean, we are a competitive industry, no question, right. day in and day out. Um, but, you know, knowing specifically where you have the most confidence to win is is also driven by data. And so take a look at your, you know, PMA, look at the, you know, actual number of sales that you've missed in the current climate, whatever that might be, um, you know, pandemic or otherwise, mm -hmm. uh, the data is is the, the story. And so you can pick the zip codes where both on a new car basis and a used car basis, you have either won the most or lost the most. Um, we encourage dealers to pick three for their each of their core um, new models and then also uh, three for used. And potentially also three where leasing is increasing and lease opportunity is at its greatest. And then you build a strategy around those three campaigns and continually monitor the growth through the data. Um, and so just to be clear, I mean, that's something that we do, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis through our performance management team. And it's a subscription that dealers have to subscribe to. But outside of that, these pre-data dashboards are, are really a guiding light through this pandemic and this recovery and so um, you can you can look down to the zip code level in those as well. So if you'd like to get a taste of what kind of confidence you can build with your team, you know, that's available to you without having to sign any kind of contract. So well, I just that's a be great clear service. Yeah. About that. Um, 
So going forward, you know, so as we kind of navigate, you know, let's say, you know, three, four, five months down the road and dealers are, um, you know, kind of, I hate to say getting back to normal, but things are stabilizing a little bit. What are some of the, um, the tools that are available to dealers to navigate on a monthly basis, you know, post pandemic? Um, I think, I think the, the really important thing to, for, for even the next 12 to 18 months is to continue to, to track our, the consumer sentiment. Um, this is not something that from a consumer's perspective is going to just to be easily forgotten. Um, you know, there are impacts that will certainly begin to show up, um, in your community as it relates to, you know, the, the, the economic impact, of course. Um, and if it hasn't shown up yet, it may show up soon. Um, and so our consumer sentiment dashboards are a very telling story for dealers to, you know, um, make sure that they are finding within the data, the sweet spot for their store. And what I mean by that is like, if you look at, um, sort of the automotive well-being index, which is uh, updated daily. It's a, a sample of the U.S. and it's broken down regionally for you know uh, each sort of indicator of consumer sentiment, whether that's health or financial um, health or uh, actual sort of even media consumption, which is valuable for where are you putting your dollars back in. But we put within that uh, some really great data to give you a week-by-week index of growth or decline on what's called the Automotive Wellbeing Index. And it, it sort of exists to tell the story. When I first began tracking the number, and it's really just a positive or negative, right? It's, it's above the line or below the average um, as it relates to how confident are people in continuing with their automotive purchase. Um, it was higher than it is now. Um, and so I think that's going to be the piece of advice that, that we give dealers, even, you know, as everything seems to be returning to normal, all of the states are Mm -hmm. reopened. You can service your customers in the same way that you used to be able to their impact and their confidence has changed. And so even as, as recently as, um, last week, the number was a bit higher. 20% of U.S. households were currently considering an automotive purchase. It's dropped down week over week. So what does that mean, not only at a local level for dealers, but what does that also mean on a generational level and based on population size? And so, again, if you're integrating the insights about the fact that, for instance, one of the really neat pieces of insight that came out of it is how unaffected millennials and Gen Z seem to be, especially in the West, that when we Mm. first started tracking it, you could, you could almost, it was almost like they were like not affected at all. Now you're beginning to see a little less confidence show up in the indices um, for those, those particular generations. And then, you know, only about 6% of baby boomers, for instance, plan on making any changes to their plans. So there's positives and, you know, there's encouragement within the data, but there's also warning signs within the data. Right. And it's important to track that um, for a good while um, so that you make sure 
when your strategies are enacted with advertising, because we are also um, very, very individualistic in our media consumption now, um, obviously it's up because we've all been home and um, watching more Netflix or you know, <laughs> learning how to learning how to play video games. That was one of the interesting insights. I was like, oh, wow, baby boomers are learning how to play video games. Uh, so, yeah. but, you know, tracking where is your sweet spot generationally? How is the data different for you, whether you're in an urban area or a rural area? And really integrate that data into your Saturday morning sales meetings. Everyone in your dealership is going to feel so much better if they know that you know what's mm -hmm. up. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I would recommend though, you don't want to, you know, belabor, uh, the fact that the pandemic has affected the industry so much. I would say continuing to keep your team abreast of the changes in consumer sentiment is a good practice for the recovery, but it's a good practice all the time. Right. And it's free and it's available to you. So, um, we're happy to walk dealers through that data on a regular basis so that they can stay ahead of the curve. Yeah, that's, you just said a good point there. Um, the whole thing was a good point, but walking uh, dealers through the data, I think is important. Um, you know, I, you know, remember, uh, you know, five, six years ago, sometimes you would have data sent to you by whether it was a vendor or an agency or a big data company. And it's very easy to look at it and be like, uh, I don't really know what this means. Like, it's nice to have somebody mm -hmm. to kind of walk you through it. Because then it also turns, you know, as you're thinking about it and thinking about your own business, as that data is being explained to you, it's like a light bulb turns on and you just mm -hmm. kind of all of a sudden, and then, and, and then you can look at it on your own going forward. But sometimes when you're looking at it and someone is explaining it to you, it gives you that confidence that, A, you know what the data is and B, it, um, it's like a light bulb going on. Oh, that's exactly what I need to know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, we um understand life at the dealer level mm -hmm. more than we um seek to prove out that we know the data right yeah. and i think that's important you can't be a real servant to the the dealers that uh, who you know we're very fortunate that our performance managers who do walk dealers through data every day we're very fortunate that they are considered really a part of the dealer's inner circle, much, much in the same way I'm sure you are, right? The mm -hmm. advertising agency is, is really married to the dealership's advertising and, and intrinsic in their operations as well as their media spend and creative. And our performance managers really kind of come alongside that and, and become a part of that, that team. And they sit at the table and they, they help dealers steer, steer the ship right and left. Um, but it, you can only do that if you really are sensitive to the fact that the cadence of a dealership does not allow for right. 48 hours to make a decision, right? Yeah. So having the data visualized for you in the context of what our business is about um, is really is really a big part of um, the way that we do business and working in a world where you have access to all of the data, right? That was, a, I think, a key piece back in the day when there was fatigue or death by data because every vendor wanted a monthly performance call for right. their product. And dealers yeah. were like, I don't have time to sit around and have you guys. Yeah, right. Like I've got 18 <laughs> vendors trying to get 45 100%. minutes. 100%. Yeah. 
right? And yep. and and then even then, the metrics that came across seemed a bit self-serving. So I think it was well-intended, but it, mm -hmm. the fatigue set in. So being able to have all of the, the, the really valuable insight, whether it is, you know, insights on what cars sold, uh, you know, which competitors purchased and, you know, uh, which competitors were more successful than you. And then even one of the greatest things is which lenders potentially are you missing out on? Are you, is there subprime happening in your market and you don't even know? So that's one of the real benefits is having enough of a, a data playground, if you will, for your performance manager to say, oh, I may not be able to visualize that for you right here, but I can next month or I can next week. That's a lot of fun because dealers just want answers. They want you yeah. to tell them what to do. Don't let me mess up. <laughs> and and taking on that challenge has been a lot of fun. So. Uh, as an example, I um, I pulled up a, a marketing insights uh, report uh, from go.experian.com. Uh, and I have a buddy who just bought a Maserati dealership. So I'm like, let me just check, you know, and I've been okay. talking to him. So I'm like, let me just check out. And, you know, so when you're new to a, to an OEM, you're trying to, you're not just trying to learn the customer, you're trying to learn the OEM and you're trying to learn who's buying these cars and what the brand loyalty right. is like. And the information that is available on here from household income to advertising propensity for that type of buyer, um, uh, top true touch segments, brand loyalty, cross shop brands. I mean, this information yeah, is um is invaluable. It's a market 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 opportunity. It's it's great information. I would encourage dealers to check it out Thank for you. sure. Uh, for sure, go check out what's available to you without a subscription. But I think if you look at it, uh, you know, I'd sign up. When I when I was a dealer, <laughs> I did. So, um, yeah, I think well, it's I think it's great. I think it's that. great. I think it's great information. Uh, before we let you go, how, so if dealers are interested in learning more, what, you know, what's they, they can go in the experience There's a dealer Experian website, right? Um, that they can check out. I think yeah, just, just experienautomotive.com, right. And experienautomotive.com is, is really the best place for you to drill into all of the different solutions that we provide for, for dealerships. And, um, you know, I would just say in my time, sort of, um, talking with the industry post, uh, you know, joining Experian, what I've recognized that dealers don't know as much is that they have, they have an account manager or account executive who covers their territory. And that's a bit new for Experian to have that type of coverage. Right. Um, but my, my challenge is, Hey, just get to know your local representative. And if you don't know who they are, um, as we've been filling, you know, out that network of, of employees, you can totally tweet to me and we will get you connected with that person. Um, so, you know, we want to really hold your hand and, and make sure that you see the insights, whether they are, you know, about vehicle history, whether about dealer marketing, whether they're about what your challenges are with um, pulling credit. We really just want to know, you know, dealers to know that you have an ally that serves your store. And um, so we'll get you hooked up with them and then you can um, learn, learn as you go and, sort of focus your questions into what you need to tackle first, right? Well, I'm going to be looking at data all day now because I love, um, <laughs> I love it. So I'm going to be looking up data for all manufacturers and all markets where all of my clients are. So that'll keep me busy. Nobody call me today. I'll be doing that all day long. Um, and I, I appreciate, I appreciate yeah, your time. Great, great information. Uh, oh, so it's lovely to be with you. No problem. I think we could do another episode all about the challenges 
of overcoming working from home too. Cause I like that part early part of the discussion. I think that would be, I think that would be, I think that would be a good topic to talk to a bunch of professionals about who are working from home and, and kind of how to make it happen and, oh, yeah. and why not. So my husband, you know, it has been working from home um, just during, you know, the, the COVID changes. And um, the funniest part is my, my kids, he, he's an attorney. So he's been kind of downstairs with a little bit more privacy. I have a home office but my home office doesn't have a door. Right. So the kids, the kids voluntarily made a sign and put the sign on our, our basement door. And it said, daddy's on a call. Uh, do not, do not, you know, he didn't right. ask him to do this. And I'm like, uh, I work from home every day. <laughs> Hello, where, no, one, where is this level? no one cares what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. They're great. They're great. All right. Amy Hughes, so, uh, Senior Director of Dealer Intelligence at Experian. I appreciate it. I hope you get your sign someday. I think you should have one. Yeah. Mom is on yeah. a call. Keep it down. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, so the sign doesn't matter. They're going to, if they want to get into the animal crackers, they're going to interrupt me, whatever I'm doing, to get the animal right. crackers. <laughs> right. Thank you, Amy. I, I, I appreciate it, Matt. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. Wow. That was some good stuff. Thank you, Amy. Let's look at that free market report. It's awesome. Lots of cool information in there. I suggest you listen, you don't have to spend any money. Go look at their free resources and um, confirm some things you've been thinking, or maybe you'll learn something you have, you don't know about your brand or about your customer or about your market area. And then if you want to subscribe and spend some money with Experian, go for it. Not a commercial though. Just letting you know about data. I appreciate you listening to another episode of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. Oh, by the way, for you, we were talking a little bit about quarantine, uh, you know, on home, work from home life at the beginning of my chat with Amy there. Has anybody else um, watched the Trolls movie 8,000 times? The original one. I don't like the new one. The rock and roll one or the music one. I don't like that. I'm not about that. I'm about the original Trolls movie. Also, Frozen. Been watching a lot of Frozen uh, during uh, quarantine, having the kids home, you know, get the song stuck in your head. They're called earworms. Do you want to build a snowman? I don't know the words, but anyway, how do they get on this subject? I think we're done now. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. Thank you for listening. Next episode coming up soon. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.